Thank you very much. Um, it's such an honor to be able to come up here. It really is. And Dave, I uh, just really appreciate the opportunity. And it really is such a blessing. And there's so much going through my mind right now about what I could share. I mean, I've just been, there's just been so much encouragement. You know, we talk about, like, uh, like you know, sometimes it can seem like, oh, Dave's saying some nice things. But, I mean, you know, the encouragement that you get, like, Jose came up to me and Dave and my brothers and, you know, everybody, like, you're going to do great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry. And uh, <laughs> it seems like it's changing. But, um, you can get so nervous about it. And, uh, and, of course, when Dave asked me, I'm just being honest, I, you know, even though I've talked to before other people and I, I do tend to talk too much. Sometimes my wife is telling me, you know, you just got to rein it in a little, Alan. You just get going. And I do love to just share. But then you start to think about, like, I'm going to get up there. I'm going to talk in front of everybody and, and how it's going to be and, like, what's going to happen. And and uh, really felt like the Lord was like, um, he's like, Are, do you want to do it or do you want me to just give you stuff to say? I was like, <laughs> I was like Lord, I'd rather have you say. He goes, well, then just trust me. Amen. So you just come up and say, Lord, here I am. I'm just a servant. <laughs> I just want to do your will. Man, it's going to, that's getting me already. Because <laughs> we were singing that song about, Lord, you know every detail of my life. Amen. You know every detail. And what's really fun is like when, when you're, you're asked to talk and you're like, oh, I'm going to talk about this or this. And the Lord's like, no, I want you to talk about uh, my, you know, identity in me. And I was like, okay, that's good. And then you start to see all the ways that, like, the Lord starts to move in ways you never could have imagined. The songs we sing, I'm telling you, church, it's not an accident. He, it's not an accident that you're here today. Amen? And it, it's like, it's not an accident I'm here today and that the, we sung the songs we did and we're worshiping and then the words that come and then, you know, all the things that line up because He so desires us. Amen? That's why He came right? That's why, the, and, and I asked Dave to, actually, I found that image, I emailed it to him, and I, <laughs> because he's like, what do you want to put up there? And I was like, I just want something that speaks to the glory of God, and amen. And that's the first thing that I could think of, because it's just, it is the glory of God, amen, that he came, right? Because Christ so loved the world, right? God so loved us, but he came when we were still in sin. So him coming had nothing to do with what I've done, Amen? It's because of my value. And so what I want to talk about is our identity in Christ because um, this church is going somewhere. Amen? There's a call, right, where, you know, Dave's been teaching about, like, you know, establishing, you know, aspects of worship. And even when Jose came, you know, we're talking about worship around the throne and, like, all the things and, and you know, with a, with a view of this church coming into revival. And so we're like building a foundation as we go and learning about who God is, right? Well, one of the foundations, I believe, um, is, is understanding our identity in Christ. And so I want to just kind of talk on that. There's a lot to this. We could go a long time. Make sure I don't go too long. Because um, <laughs> I was asking Dave for like, what's the time? on? I don't want to go too long. But because uh, there is so much to this. But um, I have heard people, and not in this church, but, I, you know, I know how we are because I know how I was, it, is that we can start to talk like, well, you know, yeah, I believe, but, you know, I'm never going to, and I'm always going to be, and I'm, I'm always doing this, right? Well, he's called us higher, 
right? He's called us to, to understand who we are in him. And this cross speaks of our value because he came, right, to, to transform us. What was lost in the Garden of Eden, he's come to restore. Amen? And that's exciting. That is so exciting. But we understand, we understand that you wouldn't be here if you didn't, right? There's a call on your life and you're responding to it because your hearts now are pure. You understand, Lord, I know who you are. But some, sometimes we can get to a place where I... I've, I've called on the name of the Lord, amen, and thank God for that, that youth who's, who's coming, amen. He's like seeing something, and we call on that, and then we start to walk in, a, in, in an aspect of like belief, right? But we, we kind of, you know, like, well, but I have these issues in my life. There's some sin in my life, or there's some situations in my life that are, you know, if it wasn't for this, then I could believe more. And I believe that the Lord's calling us to a place where we can stand in total faith in, in my identity, in who he says I am, right? Instead of what the world around me is saying I am, right? Because if the world around me is trying to define me, then I'm always a victim of the situation I'm in. Amen? Praise God, brother. Thank you. So, so I'm higher. He's calling us higher above the realm that, that, you know, the things that come against us. My job, you know, my boss is nice to me one day and he's not nice to me, so I'm having a good day and then I'm having a bad day. And, but I'm called to, to, to walk in the fullness of who he is. And if he knows every detail of my life, right, I don't think it's escaping him what's going on in my life. And so I just want to come along and encourage us um, on, on just kind of some ways to, uh, to, to reposition or rethink how I'm uh, relating to God. Because I used to think that, um, you know, when I said yes to God, you know, my mom came to me, and I was like 14, we were in the church, and, and um, you know, do you want to be baptized? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds a good idea. All the other guys are doing it. Tim, Tim was one of them. He's like, yeah, that sounds good. I didn't even understand what was going on. I had no idea. You know, I said yes to God. And I thought that, well, yeah, I'm going to say yes to God, because then everything will go right in my life, right? Because, I mean, he's God, and he can do everything, and I mean, you know, everything should line up, and of course it's going to go right because it's me and everything goes right, right? That's what we can think, and we start to think about that, right? And then we come into some situations that doesn't line up, right? And you're like, what about that? And what about that thing in your life, you know? Um, I love how um, uh, I've heard it said, some pastors say, like, no one had to come and tell me what my sin was, you know? I knew, I know what it was, right? But... I believe, and I've come to see, and it's just getting me so excited because it's, it's, so, it's so good. I can come to the cross, and I can think that he came because I'm such a mess up, because I'm such a sinner, and I'm always going to be a sinner. Or I can believe that he came because I have such tremendous value. See, there's a difference, right? There's loving God and then being loved by God. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there, there's a way that I can see what he's done, like pray a prayer just to go to heaven or pray that prayer so that he comes into my life and I'm transformed into his image. Amen? And, and I believe, I mean, because we're all good people and we have pure hearts, we're desiring to know him. And, and, and what I've come to see, what's so exciting, I never used to see it this way, but I've come to see that, you know, the law came so that, right, the law came so that the trespass would increase. Paul talks about the, the law comes to show that there's no way we could ever live by the law. We can't. We try, and yet we become Christians, and we keep trying to do that. We keep saying, oh, I messed up, man. I'm really, I'm never gonna, you know, or oh, this, you know, I, I did that thing. I know I'm not supposed to, or I'm wrestling, or I have habitual sin, and, and so in my life, I did have uh, habitual sin, and it was, it was eating my lunch all the time, and so 
Um, <clears throat> you know, you can go along for a little while that way, and, but you're always going to be wrestling up and down, up and down. And, 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 and it, it was revealed to me, like by listening to pastors and, you know, um, and my brothers, that there is a way to walk in, in righteousness and holiness all the time. Amen? No matter what's going on in your life, I can be at peace, that I can have relationship with him. But that, that comes out of having my identity in him. Um, <laughs> I was reading an article the other day about a guy who uh, his son was playing football and he got hurt. And um, like football was his whole life. And his son got hurt, like got a head injury. And now we're finding out like how d- bad that is. And, and, and uh, he, the article was saying that he was just destroyed. And I was like, oh, man, I think we're bigger than being destroyed that I can't play football anymore. I think that my identity is greater than, than, I mean, those are good things. I'm not saying, you know, it's fun to do things. And like Joe and I were talking about cars and, you know, like that could be your identity. But the Lord has so much more for us. Amen. And I, you know, I, I want all that he has for me. I want, I want to walk in the fullness because I'm just going to tell you, it's way more fun. It's way more blessed. I mean, just to flow. I mean, like that song we were worshiping, I was melting because I know where I came from. Amen? And I know what he's done. Like, I can't tell you, I don't have time to tell you what's brought me from there to here today, to be here today before you, to stand and have, to be able to literally with no, you know, condemnation to stand up before you and declare Christ because I know what he's done in my heart, right? No one, no one can come and argue that out, me out of that. Because I wasn't argued into it. It was a choice. It was my laying my life down. Amen? I used to go on these uh, blogs and, like, debate people. And it really was to, you know, if I'm being honest, well, I am being I am honest, was, someone's calling me. <laughs> it's my mom. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> mom, I was preaching the gospel. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, so, where was I? What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. And so I'd, I'd be on those blogs, and, and, and really it was to try to, like, you know, like, I knew a little bit, and I'm going to argue you into that. I'm going to say why you're wrong. And, and it got to the point where I would get so upset, and, and, and uh, Tim, was, we were both doing it, and we were just getting hammered by all these people, and my, I was getting so upset. I remember my wife was like, why are you doing that? You know, I don't think that's really what God's called you. And I started praying about it, and he said, yeah, I want you to stop. Okay. And so <laughs> then just recently, though, the Lord had me out of the nowhere. He's like, yeah, I want you to go on this blog, and I want you to start blogging again. Okay, and I did. And, you know, there were some, some people said some things, but what was amazing is that all of those things now, right, they're not touching me. I, I, I don't have to defend who you I just say, listen, it's your prerogative. You want to believe that way? Awesome. I bless you. You know, I, and, and people were asking me, why are you doing that? I said, because I'm planting a seed that maybe someday might come back, so, uh, that they might say, you know, I remember there was a time, right, where this guy said this thing, and that comes up and, you know, maybe produces fruit, amen? Because I don't have to defend it. If, if he's my identity, if I'm identified in him, you, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not taking it away from me. You can't, I've, got, I've seen too much, you know what I mean? I've been through too much. I can't. You know, you, you let every man be a liar and let God be true. Amen? I, it's, it's fun. But see, that's where that faith starts to rise up where, like, I, it's not about what I think or it's what he says. So if I can just start to believe, right, I'm saved by faith, right, through, right, grace. My grace through faith, right? So 
like, as I start to put on what he says and believe it, then that grace starts to act in my life and transform me. Until all of a sudden, I'm not dealing with the same issue. But let's, let's get into it, because this is fun. It's Romans 6. You can bring that up. And, and um, there's a ton of verses here we could go through. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? As some have said, Paul says. By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Right? Sin's not your identity. Jesus came to do away, right, with the, the imprint of sin, with the identity of sin. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this can be such a hindrance to our walk with the Lord. Because I know my sin, and then when I hear that thing come out of me, and I say, oh my gosh, I'm still that way, I haven't changed. I'm always going to be that way. Never going to. And you hear people say, that even good meaning, and we mean well, and, and I've probably said this, like, oh, you're always going to, you'll always do that thing. You're always going to fly off the handle, Alan. You'll always be that way. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? <laughs> Come on. I, I died. I died with him on the cross. Right? <laughs> See, how much, how much is Jesus worth? How much is the creator of the universe who created everything, who knows all things, who knows every detail in my life, how much is he worth? Uh, could you convince him? What power do you have to convince him to get up on that cross for you? I, no one has the power. He did it of his own. Why? Because of your value? Because <laughs> you have so much value? <laughs> See, nobody puts a price tag on a, a, you know, a little glass, uh, an ashtray, right? Um, in, in a, in a um, you know, or no one puts a price tag on a, on a Ferrari in, a, in, a, in, a, in like a yard sale for $1.50, right? It's, it's, worth, it's worth more, right? But like Jesus seems to see, think that he put the price tag on my life with his blood. His blood's worth more than, you know, I'm not just some little piece of trash in a, in a yard sale. Like, a, a, you know, those little, you go, it seems like every yard sale you go to, there's little ashtrays and these little dishes lined up. It's like, oh, 50 cents for that. That's not me. Because he paid a huge price. He seems to think I'm worth all of his blood. <laughs> that gets me excited. <laughs> so that's so fun. So, right, I've been baptized into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism in death in order that, in order that, just as, just as, that means me. That means me like him. Just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Oh, come on. That's so awesome, right? I can live a new life. Yeah, but Alan, you're still doing that thing. Yeah, I know, but he says that I can live a new life. I've been, I'm dead to that thing. In fact, there's a translation that says, yeah, I'm getting excited. <laughs> there's a translation that says um, that it's like the New Living Translation. It's like, uh, um, it says like, we have left the country of sin and we live in it no longer. I don't live in that country any longer. Yeah, but Alan, you still did that thing. Yeah, I know, but that's not where I live. Right? That's not my identity. That's what I'm driving at. It's like, that's not, I don't have to identify like, oh, that's still me. No, I can choose to stand over here. No, I've died to that thing. Yeah, I see it. But Lord, I just thank you. And this is the part that I love, because I say this all the time, and I think people get tired of hearing it, but I love to say it, because this is what I do. 
And I'm telling you that the Lord has brought me from a place of like, I never thought, I never thought, I didn't think it would be possible. And he said to me one day, I was in service, I was at church, and, and the Lord's like, do you think I'm capable of doing this? Do you believe that I'm able to do this? I was like, yeah, I do. Because I mean, I would come to church and like shout good and, you know, right? And, and believing, but come and that thing would rise up and I'd be like, oh gosh, here I am. And I'd weep before him. Hey, listen, if God's putting that on your heart, you're weeping before him, that's such a beautiful thing. I really encourage that. Anytime that there's time to come up to the front because because when we preach and, and the Holy Spirit's here and Dave's talking and all of a sudden there's something on your heart and you just feel like it's so heavy, come up forward and get prayer. That's, that's really, I'm telling you, that, that is such a beautiful thing. It's such a blessed thing. And, and um, I believe that that's been happening. And maybe we resist because we're like, oh, I don't want to be the only person up there. I don't want to, I'm just encouraging you to come do it. To just, because that's like laying my life down, right? Jesus said, if any man comes after me, in Luke 9, right? If any man comes after me, let him first lay down his life, right? Because I was never meant, I was never meant to try to control my life. I was meant to, to allow him to come, right? I lay down my life. It's not mine any longer. I'm just going to go up, Lord, and lay before you and weep. And I was weeping as we were worshiping because the Lord started, <laughs> see, he's, he's all, he's just all over me. It's, um, but you know, I start to remember, he's like, yeah, look what I've done. And I'm just glorifying him because of what he's done. That's what allows me to come up here and declare it to you. Because I've walked through it. I'm not talking as a man who doesn't know. I've done it. And that's why when brothers come to me, oh, brother, I've got this thing. Hey, listen, I know who he is. <laughs> We've had a couple brothers come and be like, yeah, I'm going to kill myself. And what I, what I love is, uh, is uh, one brother I'm thinking about, um, and he's been here you know, came up to us and was like, yeah, I'm feeling like I'm going to kill myself. That didn't freak any of us out. We were just like, well, okay, let's pray, you know, because I, <laughs> I know who he is. I know that the Lord restores, right? I know who he is. I know that he's, he's real, right? So <laughs> I'm getting all over the place here, but so I was going to talk about that thing as that thing comes, right? And all of a sudden I'm, you know, the Lord's asking me, do you believe I can do this? And I said, yes. And he did. He started, <laughs> it's so fun, because he just started to change my heart. As that thing would come, I'd be in the midst of a trial. I'd be in the midst of that place where you know that you're like, you start to see your heart going off in this direction. You know, and you know what God's called you to. And you just stand and worship him. I'm telling you, the Lord comes and there's, there's a connection. See, it's all about relationship, church. Yeah, we want, it, it, it's not for us to just sit and like let somebody minister and then, you know, like, well, that was a good point, Alan, that was awesome. And then go home and not do anything with it. We're, it's like, it's like sold out. We're like, we're moving to completely sold out, right? That's what revival is, is fully convinced, sold out, on fire, just Lord come, do whatever you want. People come in because they, they have to get free because there's such a presence that says that like, I've got, this thing is in my heart and I'm going to burst if I don't get it out. Amen? That's so fun. I mean, that is such a blessing. There's nothing greater. I mean, I've tried. There's other things in the world. Like, there's, there's things in the world that no longer hold a... It's like, yeah, it's fun. I mean, I, you know, I'm not knocking any of that stuff, that, like our pursuits and diversions, or even my job. They, you know, Anne's getting mad at me because, I, you know, uh, they're like, wow, we, 
we want to promote you to more mansion. I'm like, I don't want to do that. It's just not, I mean, it's fun, but that's not my identity. It's, it's because I've been transformed. There's something different now. I'm, I'm his son, and I, and I, like, titles don't, it's, it's like, that's fun. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm, I'm not saying it's bad, but it can't be the thing that makes me get up in the morning, right? Because if it, if it is, then the day that I lose that, all of a sudden, I have no value. But, but he's come to say I do have value, right? See, so I can't let the world define me and be the thing that, you know, creates my value. I'm standing in, in and so then, once I have that, well, then God can promote you, and then it's healthy, right? And then it's a good thing, Amen. It's awesome. So oh, I keep getting to this as I pray. Like standing in the midst um, of a situation and the trial, right? As, because <laughs> in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, that I'm being raised from the dead, right? In the glory of the Father, living a new life. Well, that new life looks like, Lord, here I am. Father, I see what's going on. I see the thing over here, but I know that's not who I am. That's not who you've called me to be. You've made a new creation. I'm a new creation. I'm dead to that thing. I don't live in that country any longer, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. You came. That's it. I, I, prayer doesn't have to be any deeper. I mean, that's deep prayer, believe it or not. That's an awesome prayer. Lord, thank you for loving me. Thank you, Lord. I love you. Thank you, Joe. Oh, I go on with my life. Ten minutes later, oh, man, I just went there again. Father, I just thank you for loving me. I thank you, Lord, that you love me so much. You came and, and you're transforming me and that's not my image. I just thank you in Jesus' name. And all of a sudden, see, I used to think it was try harder. Just do more. Just, and, but see, every time I try, just like, like I was sharing earlier, when I was, oh, you're going to come up and talk? Well, how about you just let me do it, Alan? Okay. See, I tried that. I did that. We, we had a fun time. It was fun. You know, I tried to, I had this whole list of things. That's why I don't write anything down anymore. I don't have any notes, right? It's just the word because it's share from here. It's just who, you know, my time with him is the preparation. I, I stole that from someone else. But, you know, it's like I can't try to, I can't try to produce anything, right? That's why Jose really blessed me when he prayed for me. That was awesome. So, so that sin, right, isn't my master, for sin shall not be your master, says Paul further down. Um, so if sin's not my master and not my identity, my identity's in him. And I don't need to let sin eat my lunch, right? Well, there, of course, there's a whole lot of things going on in the world, right, that come against us, and things don't, sometimes don't work out. So let's go to the next uh, um, First Peter 2. Right? And uh, I put this up there. The slaves in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. Um, that actually just got thrown at me in one of those little chat rooms. Someone was like really hammering me on that. Like, oh God, you know, the Bible believes in slavery. You, you, you know, they were saying all kinds of things. And uh, I was like, no, no, he's come that we would not be slaves. But even if I'm in a situation that's so horrible, right, I can stand, I can rise up in the midst of that. Even though, you know, it's not God's will that I would be subjugated and I would be in this horrible place and, 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 and trapped in this place. I can stand in such a way, in a place, even like that, and declare who he is. Amen? That's what he's saying, right? For it is commendable if someone, well, and then he goes on. So it's commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? 
But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God, right? To this you were called. <laughs> so, so when things are, there's tough things coming, right? Like, oh man, brother, I'm really going through it. The car broke down and then, you know, this, and then my kids are sick and I'm, you know, awesome. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's the place where it gets really, it's hard. Because we think that things going wrong right, is, is like God's mad at me or anything. But we've already established that he loves me. He's come. He's, a, he's come for me, right, because of my value. But I could use the situations in life, right, that had nothing to do with me. I'm just, I'm doing right. I'm doing good. I'm doing everything right. I'm being a nice guy. And this guy cuts me off on the road and almost causes an accident. Now, that's not right. That's wrong. That, that guy shouldn't have done that. I've had things happen to me where, um, I mean, I've had some bad things. Some people you know, we like to think about, like, when you get cut off on the road, that, you know, like, ah, well, he doesn't, you know, I've, you can get to a place where you could say, well, he's probably in a hurry. He doesn't know. But what about when someone really does know, and they're coming after you to do you wrong on purpose? You know what I mean? How do you handle that? And that's the, like, okay, well, listen, even if I don't handle it right, he's my God. I've come to him, like, wow, I didn't handle that right. Whoa, Lord, I know you're doing something. I, I'm just going to keep trusting in you, Lord. You'll restore everything and just go on, right? And, but I could suffer. There can be things in my heart and I could wrestle with and be, have it be a burden. But he wants me to be light. He wants me to be full of him. He wants to see when I get squeezed, Jesus comes out, right? But like sometimes, we, you know, we can, we can be Christians. You get squeezed and everything but Jesus comes out, right? Right? And really, one thing that really did motivate me um, in, in my earlier thing is I didn't want to sit in a church for 30 years and come out and never be different. You know what I mean? Because there's a way where I could go to church and never be different. Still be saved. I'm, saying, I'm not saying salvation's the issue, right? But, but salvation isn't just go to heaven. Salvation is transformation into him, into his image, right? As a son. The sons of God, right? Those led by the Holy Spirit are the sons of God. They're like him. They become like him. I, have, I take on his nature so that I can then go preach the gospel, amen, and declare who he is, amen? <laughs> amen. So, so even in every situation, if I, if I can look to that and say, well, I've been called. I'm called to what? Well, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they didn't do anything wrong. Those were the guys in the Old Testament, like in Daniel. Is it Daniel? Um, and, you know, the king comes and says, bow down before the idol, bow down before the statue. And, and they say, no, what, what are we going to do? Well, what's fun to see is that they're thrown in the fire. And then the fourth man comes, and we know who the fourth man is, right? That was awesome. So sometimes that's the way it feels like. It feels like I'm in the fire. Everything around me is on fire. And my friends are with me, and they're in the fire too. And everything is destroyed. But see, the fourth man comes, and he doesn't put out the fire. See? Amen, isn't it? Because the fire, what is your fire to us, O King? The fire isn't the issue. The fire is me standing in the midst of the trial declaring, my God, you're not moving me. You're not changing what's going on in my life. You don't have the power to transform me, world, situation, whatever it is. I don't care what it is. And there's some hard things. And, and I know some of us have gone through some things even harder than us. But when you hear Bill's testimony of state, see, it gets me every time. 
Because there's something about being in the tough thing when you've lost everything, right? And you're standing like, Lord, I have nothing. I just give you my life. I'm laying my life down. And Debbie, in, standing in the corner in, you know, in the city, whatever, in a bad situation, here I am, God. See, that's the glory of God, right? Because in the midst of the trial, so like even if I'm going through a situation that's totally unfair, it's not right. It's not right. It's wrong based on everything we know and we're standing. Lord, I know who you are. I know who you are and this situation doesn't have the power to change me, Lord. I'm letting you transform me. I'm receiving your grace in the midst of the trial. Amen. And then you come out and you're not even smelling like smoke. And, and I'm not saying that things don't get burned up in the fire, but you're coming out and you're standing on the word in the midst of the trial. After, you know, Lord, I love you. <laughs> you know every detail of my life. You know what's going on. I'm giving it to you. I'm just declaring. But Lord, this thing doesn't have the power to transform me. Church, that's being transformed. Amen? <laughs> that's the transformation we're talking about. Um, that's where I can go now and step, start to step in, as Dave was saying, the giftings. Right? How do I get into my giftings? You start to believe that you have the gift. How do I have the gift? Right? Because he loves me. Because he's given us all gifts. He's, you start to believe that, Lord, you've, I've trusted you. I believe you. I have faith in all these different things, Lord. I believe that you're, you know, I just feel led to talk to you. I feel led to give you a word. I just want to, and I come up and I start to give it. And even if I'm wrong, me being wrong doesn't matter, right? Because I don't have to try to defend this and be something or have value for that. I already have value. Amen? That's what gets me excited. Amen. <laughs> so, <laughs> amen. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I do, I do get excited. It's just awesome. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't feel that now. I don't feel like, I don't know. What do you feel? Because like, I, I was, amen, amen. Because uh, I was thinking earlier, like, if we, if, um, if, if this, if anything's going on in your heart, I mean, like I was saying, encouraging you to come forward and get prayer. Um, there's always, like, police, like I said, it's no accident that you're here today. There's no accident that the message was what it was and how we flowed. And, and, and um, if there's anything going on in your heart, that you feel like, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to get some prayer for that. You know, I, I want to step into a deeper level that it's, it's always okay to come down for prayer. In fact, it's highly encouraged because, amen, it's such a blessing. So, <laughs> so thank you. Amen. Let me uh, clap it up for Alan, give him some uh, positive uh, affirmation here. <clears throat>